0: Or someone you love have scoliosis? Are you wondering what's next? What is life going to be like from now on? Or is this even a big deal? Hi, my name is Dave Butler, and welcome to the Scoliosis Experience. We are here to talk with real people, both patients, parents, and providers, to bring hope and clarity to the road ahead. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Scoliosis Experience podcast. Uh, I'm your host, David Butler, and I have a special guest with me today. It's the therapist, uh, the other therapist in my practice at Align Therapy, Corey DeRocher. Uh, Hello, Corey. Hey, Dave. Uh, I I wanted to invite Corey here to discuss scoliosis-specific exercise, which is something that we've been doing here at Align therapy for uh, five and a half years now. So with the scoliosis experience, we thought it'd be good to talk about what our patients experience and what options are available for conservative treatment of scoliosis and specifically the uh, methods that we use for scoliosis. Uh, This is our first episode, our first real episode. So uh, hopefully it's not too rough and hopefully we can get some some good information out there, so I wanted to introduce Corey a little bit. Corey's been with us. Helen's been like a year and a half,
1: almost two years, if you count my internship. Oh, here. that's right. So,
0: so uh, Corey was an intern with us um, two years ago, and as he was finishing up internships during PT school, and then we were lucky enough to have him come join our team and. Uh, specifically for treating scoliosis and he's been a great addition to the the team. He lives here, he's a local, well, not a local originally. I'll let him talk about that. But he lives here in the area and, and it's been great having him here with us. So Gore, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit, um
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm Cory DeRocher. I'm uh I'm from Alabama. I'm from a lot of places. I grew up in a military Air Force brat kind of atmosphere where we moved around a lot and I got a lot of exposure to different peoples and cultures. And I feel like that uh, largely drove my interest with being in a profession that deals with people, allows me to interact with people. Um, I had an interest in physical therapy growing up in high school. I had the chance to work for a great physical therapist in Alabama, which sparked my interest. Um, I received my bachelor's at BYU in exercise science and uh, my doctorate degree in physical therapy at Rocky Mountain University of Health Professions here in in Provo. And uh, it was I didn't know about scoliosis too much at the time, but it's always kind of sparked Mm -hmm. my interest when I hear about it. And I was a little let down, actually, when I went to PT school because I didn't learn that much more about it. We spend a little bit of time on it, but so I was grateful when I came here to know that there was something else that could be done about it.
0: Cool, uh, yeah. And and Corey and I have been working together now for a couple of years, and uh, and it's been it's been great. So you talked about scoliosis a little bit and how you how you uh, were kind of disappointed in education when they didn't. Discuss it a whole lot. Kind of give us an idea of how much time a general physical therapist gets trained in scoliosis treatment.
1: It probably varies per uh, faculty member who, who, when their experience with dealing with it. When you go to school, but I think in all we maybe spent about ten or fifteen minutes going over slides. This is scoliosis. This is what it looks like. These are some common tests to determine if someone has it and if you need to refer out to. physician that specializes in it Um, but as far as treatment goes maybe five minutes and you stretch the side that's tight strengthen the sides that's that's weak and um, it's all very one-dimensional in treatment for scoliosis
0: which which was very similar to my education in scoliosis in school it was like okay this is what it is and good luck basically yeah (laughs) Which you is amazing
1: because you're how old?
0: How old? <laughs> Goodness. I'm yeah. 40. Yes, yeah. yes. I turned 40 this year. Um, but yeah, our, I think our education system for physical therapists mm-hmm. in scoliosis is, is limited. And I, and I get yeah. why. I mean, most PTs aren't treating scoliosis specifically. So why spend a ton of time on it? I don't think it's a problem with our education system. It's just if we want to specialize in it. We need to specialize in it so i wanted to introduce a little bit about uh, scoliosis specific exercise uh, that term we use for a lot of different methods to treat scoliosis not just the methods that we use here uh, at align therapy um, and the biggest difference with scoliosis specific exercise is how specific it is to scoliosis i mean it's just in the name and the research that I've seen has shown that without specific training and a specific method for scoliosis treatment We don't see any change in the curve. We don't see any change in degrees. We don't see any reduction in progression so that's why it's so important to do scoliosis specific exercise based on a, uh, a method that's been developed because everything else hasn't shown to do anything. So, Corey, what, uh, what methods have you been exposed to or heard of uh, for treating scoliosis?
1: Um, I've been exposed to a German method called the Schroth method and a little bit in, a, in an Italian method called the Seas method. Um, I'm certified in the Schroth method like you, but you could certainly speak more to, to the Seas method.
0: Right, and those are the, the two main ones that have been researched. Uh, you know, and, and we want to go with those methods that have been researched and, and not, you know, just some, some crazy alternative methods that are out there. Mm-hmm. So the Schroth method, yeah, that's the one that we started with at Align Therapy. And then the, the Italian method the disease approach has been a good addition as well. It seems like in Europe, they've done a better job at developing methods. I mean, there are methods from Poland, they're, I saw a method recently, um, I forget what it's called, but a, a Chinese method that's coming out that mm-hmm. would be interesting to, to look into. But all of these methods have been developed and specifically designed around uh, scoliosis and research based on that. And they're
1: all relatively new here in the U.S. as well. Like, right. Um, at The course that I went to, the Schroth method was introduced here in about 2005. I'm not sure about yeah. the SEAS method, but we're kind of new at this Oh, I in think America.
0: The, the C's approach hasn't been around for for that long in the U.S. It's been around for a long time in Italy. It's their preferred way of treating. But in the U.S., we were a little bit behind the curve as far as adopting uh, conservative treatment. So, um, yeah, so the Schroff method, I'll I'll kind of um, introduce the Schroff method a little bit because I think we're, we're going to talk more about that. The Schroff method was developed, I think, in the 40s. Mm-hmm. The 40s was when Katerina Schroth developed her method of treating her own scoliosis. And uh, and then it's been modified over the, the decades based on research and, and continues to be modified. The way that Corey was trained is a little bit different than the way I was trained. So maybe, Corey, you can go into what training for the Schroth method was like for you.
1: Sure. Yeah, it was... It was pretty rigorous. I felt like I was back in school. Uh, I was in a room full of other therapists like me and we had an instructor that had been working with Sharath for uh, many, many, many years. Uh, It was a nine day course, eight to 10 hours of uh, didactic studies. Um, And then uh, a lot of hands-on for treatment so we could learn how to actually do what the Schroth method allows us to do for our patients so we got to experience it ourselves we got to work with um, current and existing patients that uh, volunteered to allow us to work with them that have scoliosis or other uh, spinal deformities and um, it was a really great time I, I learned quite a bit from it actually
0: I think the same as you it felt like I was back in school but almost more intense yeah I was like I would Get done with the course and then i'd go back to my hotel and i would study <laughs> for a couple of hours because all the stuff was so new and so uh deep and in depth it was it was pretty amazing probably one of the the best container education courses i've been to and certifications but definitely not just an easy easy course right and they test you at the end. They yeah, do. That was, uh, and if you don't pass, you have to take the course over again. So yeah. it's uh, a, a little intense, but that's, that's how it's designed to be so that we can be specific in treating uh, a very specific diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So as far as the Schroth method goes, Corey, what, uh, who is appropriate for the Schroth
1: method? Um, I think most age groups are appropriate, certainly adolescents, um, certainly adults and geriatric populations, older adults. Um, It gets tricky when you get to kids, young children um, below the age of 10 have juvenile uh, scoliosis and even more uh, tricky with even younger than that. It really depends on their maturity level.
0: Right. And And I've seen some kids younger than 10 for the Schroth method but it is very challenging and they have to be very mentally aware and, and aware of their body so normally if kids are under 10 then I'm using the C's approach the Italian method to treat those but, uh, but so if a if a patient's looking to come in for scoliosis treatment using the Schroth method what can they expect like what from, from start to finish, kind of what's, what's your normal protocol for treating them?
1: Sure, um, I, I, I pride myself and I pride our, our clinic in, in the way that we approach it. It's very one-on-one, um, the patient is involved with a therapist throughout treatment, um, whether that's through progressive resistance exercises to help them develop their control and body awareness of the muscles needed to correct their posture but certainly with the Schroth method as well, um, we're we're with them, we're behind them, we have their hands on their back and uh, shoulders and other and other areas that we're trying to increase their postural awareness, their control and their their stability, and so that's it's around 45 minutes to an hour, and um, it's it's a pretty rewarding experience for most patients that come. Uh, they really appreciate that one-on-one um, treatment process. And,
0: and I think that's the, ol- the only way to treat scoliosis is one-on-one. If you go yeah. you know, to another uh, PT clinic or another method or chiropractic, uh, one-on-one treatment is essential, and it has to be a longer duration. It can't be just 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. It has to be, has to be longer. So uh, how long do you normally see people for the Schroth method?
1: It depends on where they're at and their continuum of care. If it's adolescence and we're trying to combat growth and gravity as they're going through their uh, uh, growth spurts, um, we tend to go a little more aggressive, going about 12 visits twice a week for three or four weeks and once a week out of there to just help them develop that routine and gain confidence with the exercises at home and make sure they understand them. So more aggressive with kids going through puberty less aggressive with younger kids and, um, uh, kind of as needed with adults once they understand what to do.
0: Yeah. And I think it's one of the biggest takeaways with West scoliosis, specific exercise in the Schroth method is the importance of the home exercise program. So as Corey was talking about twice a week, tapering down to once a week and then even tapering down more, the home exercise program is one of the main goals is getting them Independent with doing those exercises at home, so they don't need us to do the exercises. I mean, heck, when they when they are able to do those at home on their own, that's that's what they should be doing. They don't need us other than for tune-ups and and follow-ups. Uh, yeah,
1: I think that brings up a, a great point that we don't fix it; they're going to have it for the rest of their lives, and so this approach allows them to have the tools they need to, to monitor it and maintain it on their own, um, which is one thing that really drew, drew me to it was, uh, you know, in PT school, I didn't really feel empowered to empower my patients. And with the Schroth method, this gives them control, which maybe they don't feel like they have when they have this diagnosis. So I, that, that was a big draw to me.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times when kids are diagnosed with scoliosis, they feel uh, helpless. Yeah. is kind of a word. You know, everything's being done to them. And they, especially when they don't have pain, it's like they they don't have pain. They don't have a huge curve, most likely at first. And they don't see why it's, well, it's a do. problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why, why should I care about this? My back doesn't hurt. I don't notice anything. But then as this curve gets bigger, they feel very powerless to, to change anything. Mm-hmm. So with the Schroth method, I, I agree we give them the tools that they can take some charge of what they're doing for the scoliosis. I mean, everything else is passive. Surgery is passive. Bracing is passive. Uh, they, they can't...
1: Waiting and seeing is passive. Right.
0: <laughs> and that's the preferred way of treating scoliosis in the u.s and hopefully that's changing because that's uh we have better options than that so so Corey, what's what's your main goal in treatment when you're treating someone with scoliosis what what's your goal what do you want to achieve
1: my main goal with with my patients is to help them feel that empowered that empowerment to control their posture improve their posture and ultimately see if we can um reduce the risk of progression. Um, Typically a successful treatment over the course of the time that they'll be here is um, keeping that curve from progressing more than five degrees. And so if we can do that while also giving, helping them feel like they understand these tools that we're giving them, uh, I think that's a big success.
0: Yeah, the stopping progression with adolescents specifically is our main goal with with adults, um, adults are a little bit different. The, the goal is to also stop progression if they're, mm-hmm. if they're progressing, but to reduce pain and improve uh, their posture and, and balance. So it's interesting. So the, the certification that Corey has is the level one certification for the Schroth method, which is great um, for all ages, but more specifically to adolescents the second level certification in schroth that I have done is a little more specific with adults. Mm-hmm. So our, our goals are a little bit different treatments, a little bit different, but it's basically the same method, just modified. Uh, and one thing that's interesting, Corey, I think we've seen patients that are very consistent with their home exercises. We've seen some reduce their curve. Um, it's it takes a lot of work. It takes, uh, Diligence in doing their their home exercises, but I've seen some kids reduce their curve by five or ten degrees We don't usually you know promise that or Mm -hmm. or make a guarantee that we can reduce curves, but Those that are consistent with their exercises have a higher chance of reducing the curve not just stopping its progression I don't know if you can Speak to any of that or or what you've seen on that Corey
1: Uh, I've seen some of the same I've also seen it go the other way where they do their best. Um, We do give our best and their curve does progress, but they, it's always been a positive experience. It's always that downer, you know, we've done everything we can and it's like the x-ray comes back and I'm at an increase by 10 degrees, but um, I've never had a patient say, well, you guys are horrible or this was horrible. This was supposed to fix it. Um, right. they're, they're most often grateful that they had a chance to do it, and they still know what they can do to stop it from progressing further, possibly. Um, they, they just feel like they, they, they were given the tools, and mileage varies, really. That, that's kind of the, the feedback that I got. My violet My mileage wasn't what other people got, but I'm grateful that I had this experience to learn about my body. Um, Develop my own awareness of it and how I might control it in the future
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of times they're They're happy that they tried something and that they didn't just wait and see and I would say the ones that progress are that That's not the norm Mm -hmm. for what we see. You know, we see uh, a lot of success in stopping progression of the curve and, and reducing the curve but like Corey said sometimes no matter what we throw at these curves some of these curves are still going to progress so it's interesting to me you know say someone goes all the way to surgery you know they they develop a curve that needs surgical intervention the the drawbacks of doing scoliosis specific exercise prior to that there's really none mm-hmm. I mean, we have an increase in strength we have an increase in mobility we have an increase in postural control i mean all these things are beneficial for after surgery, even if, even if it progresses to that. So, um, yeah, but our main goal is to not get there. I mean That's right. our main goal is to not get to surgery or to see progression in the curve because then it doesn't affect you as much later on in life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Corey, anything else you want to, want to talk about, about the Schroth method or your experience with it or any patient stories or experiences?
1: Um, yeah, we've talked a lot about scoliosis. Schroth method also is helpful in treating um, sagittal deformities such as hyperkyphosis, Schumans kyphosis, something that's not o- talked about quite as often. Um, I've seen really good success using the Schroth method with treatment and uh, with patients in that population. Um, one instance, and again, mileage varies, but I had a, a young girl, she was 14, over the course of three months of treatment, she gave it her all. I gave it my all. Um, she had back pain. She couldn't stand for more than an hour um, because of her curve. It was a 60, how big was it? 65 degree, Sherman's kyphosis. And after three months of treatment, we got that down to close to 50 degrees, um, which is still higher on average but much lower than where she was. And she was able to stand and, and do marching band and and things like this for upwards of three hours. Still has pain with running, but it's something that we continue to work through. So that was, that was a really big success. She was really happy about that. And I've seen other successes like that with treatment of uh, these sagittal deformities, hermence kyphosis, hyperkyphosis, or lordosis. so.
0: And I'd almost say that spinal deformity, those sagittal plane ones, kyphosis, lordosis, and things like that, I see better results usually with those than scoliosis. And I think it's part of it's the nature of that spinal deformity. But um, we can, yeah, we can make some significant changes with those, definitely. And as we've been doing scoliosis, we do see a lot of other spinal deformities, even just fractures or pars defects or Other things with adolescent spines. So Anything spinal deformity in, in adolescent spines is kind of our bread and butter. hmm So let, let's move our discussion just a little bit to How we specifically, you know here at Align Therapy how we try to make our treatments more specific to scoliosis
1: and uh, And have good results um, well, the, the nature of the Schroth method is that when a patient comes in, we we do an initial exam, examination that uh, allows us to look at their back at baseline measures. Um, we have a, a four-metric measuring tool that allows us to take a topography of their back to get even more data, more objective data, to give us a, a solid baseline of what's going on with their curve, and then we we treat their back according to their curve type using the Schroth method and other methods. And um, that, that's as specific as really we can get with treating scoliosis is by combining all of these tools that we have and combining our experience with, with each other as therapists and um, just just giving our patients our best effort towards treating their spine specifically to their curve powder.
0: Right. I think that's the where the rubber really meets the road is we have to treat these curves specific to what they are. If we just blanket treat scoliosis in one, one way, uh, like there's a, a study on just doing side planks on your convex side and reducing the curve, that study, by the way, <laughs> is no good. But <laughs> we have to be specific to what we see. Every I tell my patients every scoliosis curve is different and it may not seem like that's possible, but everyone that I've seen <clears throat> Is is a different curve and and has to be treated specific to To what we're seeing. So I think that's the key to how we treat it is it's very specific and it's one-on-one um, Which I think it has to be with what this kind of does it really does have to be yeah, yeah. so if you've been in other physical therapy clinics, you probably, well, I shouldn't generalize, but I'm going to generalize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with with scoliosis, well, not scoliosis, with physical therapy, a lot of times it's all about volume. It's all about getting people through the door, whether that's three patients per therapist in an hour, you see the therapist for 10 minutes, and then you're with uh, support staff. That that's kind of the norm in our society with physical therapy, so that model doesn't really work, and we've found a model that seems to work better.
1: Yeah, uh, and with the with people that have scoliosis, I found it to be more prevalent than I ever thought it was. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this before, Dave. You told me once that scoliosis makes close to half, if not a little more than half, of the patient po- load that we see here on a day to day basis, and That's kind of astounding to me. When I went to uh, the course last year, none of the other therapists besides my instructor, my instructor, that's all she sees is is scoliosis, but all the other physical therapists, maybe 10%, maybe 20, maybe 30. And it's not like they had this huge patient load that they had nothing to do for. They just had this self-driven interest to go into scoliosis because maybe they had an interest in Pilates and yoga and they knew people that had scoliosis and like, Oh yeah, maybe physical therapy can help scoliosis too. Um, and so I bring that up because, because it is so prevalent, there's just a huge population that needs our help. They don't know what to do. So many patients come in here. Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do. I feel helpless. I'm told that we need to wait and see, but through our developing relationship with surgeons in the area, more of them are coming and saying, yes, a surgeon recommended that we come here to try it out. And I think that's really making a headway in our community.
0: I, I agree. I there is a better way to treat scoliosis than just waiting and seeing. And and I think I think that word is getting out there a little bit, but yeah. but still when we get patients who either were missed and, and have big curves that that didn't get addressed or Physicians that like to wait and see if it gets bad enough for surgery. So yeah. I think uh, It the key the key point I want to bring in this podcast to this episode is the scoliosis specific specific exercise is an option It's a conservative option. It's a real option. That's been researched and, and is backed by research and Doesn't have many bad side effects. I haven't I haven't really seen any bad side effects so uh, as we talk about the scoliosis experience the subject of this podcast uh, I think it's important to understand that there are many ways to treat scoliosis at different different levels and and degrees and things like that but I think going conservative initially is definitely beneficial so Thanks, Corey, for, for hanging out with me and brainstorming and talking about the Schroff method and, and what we do here in the clinic. Uh, any final words or thoughts?
1: Uh, I could reiterate what's already been said, but uh, I, I, this is a treatment that I believe in so far. Um, I, like Dave said, there's little to no side effects um, other than you know time commitment. It's kind of an intensive method we require a lot of our patience, but in the end, it's, it tends towards being very much worth it and seeing results. So um, I was glad to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, I guess you're here anyway, but it's, right. it's, it's nice to have <laughs> you to, to discuss. Uh, if you have any questions for Corey, I think, it, would you be okay if they emailed you? Absolutely. Um, so his email address is... Corey, K O R E Y, at Align uh, You can also email me with any questions. My email is David at Align So thanks for listening. Thanks for diving into the scoliosis experience with us. And hope to see you next time.